0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The Helena Police Department has begun culling of deer. Back in October, a survey was done of the area's urban deer population. It came back at 64 deer per square mile, according to Helena Police Chief Brett Petty. The upper limit is 25 deer per square mile. Last year's estimate was 40 deer per square mile. While the deer will be killed, they won't go to waste. Any deer killed will be processed for meat and donated to Helena Food Share to provide food for the community. The program will run through March 31st. Based on this year's population estimate, the Helena Police and Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks will have to remove 250 deer. It's among the highest number ever for the program. Republican leaders in Lewis and Clark and Powell counties have selected three candidates to replace retiring Senator Terry Gauthier. A joint panel from the two county central committees met at the state GOP headquarters in Helena to choose the finalists for Senate District 40 for the next legislative session. The three finalists are State Representative Becky Beard from Elliston. She's the current representative of House District 80. Conrad Everts, a Lewis and Clark County business owner. He ran for county commissioner earlier this year. And Matt Olson, a Helena businessman and former candidate for Senate District 42. Darren Gobb, the chair of the Lewis and Clark County Republican Central Committee, oversaw the meeting but did not vote. He said they had a great problem, choosing between many qualified candidates. Three central committee members from Lewis and Clark County and three from Powell County voted. Their votes were weighted based on the percentage of district voters living in each county. Lewis and Clark County commissioners will have approximately 90% of the voting total. The public will continue to be able to testify on bills without having to travel to Helena during the upcoming legislative session under rules proposed by a group of lawmakers on Tuesday. The Joint Committee on House and Senate Rules met to vote on proposals on Tuesday. During the 2021 session, Lawmakers allowed remote participation for lawmakers and the public for the first time ever because of the COVID-19 pandemic. For this session, lawmakers have voted to eliminate the COVID-19 response panel that they created two years ago, but to keep remote participation. Legislators may participate remotely if necessary as decided by their caucus leaders. Last session, Several members of the Democratic Caucus participated remotely in the early part of the session before COVID-19 vaccine was widely available. Legislators also indicated Tuesday they will allow their rules to rein in on free conference committees. They generally meet during the end of the session to make changes to bills without the typical public comment process. After a successful lawsuit after the last session, one bill that was amended through such a committee was struck down after the judge found lawmakers violated Montana's Constitution by amending it in a free conference committee in a way that was not related to the original intent of the legislation. Under the proposed rules, the public would be able to comment on proposed amendments debated in those late session committees. Passed amendments to limit the power of special select committees appointed through the session. Under the amendment, those special committees must still submit their findings to the standing committee with jurisdiction over the subject area. The proposal passed only 1210. Several Republicans and Democrats supported it. All the votes on rules need to be ratified when the legislature convenes on January 2nd. Montana Attorney General Austin Knutson is warning Montanans of scammers posing as law enforcement asking for personal information from individuals over the phone. Quote, the DOJ's Office of Consumer Protection encourages Montanans who are targeted by these scammers to either hang up the phone or if they think a law enforcement agency may be trying to get a hold of them but are not sure of the legitimacy of the call, take some steps ask the caller for his or her name and immediate supervisor ask under what authority the call is being made ask what court has jurisdictions hang up then find the law enforcement agency's phone number from their website or in the phone book and call the agency at that number to verify the information provided the attorney general says never provide personal information over the phone to someone unless you initiated the call, in other words, you called them and are certain you know to whom you are speaking. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks has named Ron Howell as his new Chief of Law Enforcement. Howell takes the job as Montana's cop game warden after 16 years with the department. He has recently served as Inter-in-Chief. The Missoula native says he wants to prioritize the staff to ensure they feel valued and supported. Howell began working for the department in 2006 in the block management program. He became a game warden in 2007, working for nine years in various regions of the state. He was hired as a warden captain for Northeast Montana's Region Six, spent three years there, then was promoted to assistant chief of enforcement After two years, Howell was hired as FWP's legislative liaison. He served in that capacity for the past year. An investigation into claim administrator helped inmates cheat on a high school equivalent exam at the Shelby Prison found, quote, no confirming evidence, end quote, to support the claims. That's according to the Office of Public Education. Quote, the reporting individual was unable to provide supporting evidence or additional witnesses to validate his claim, the investigation report says. The Crossroads Correctional Center houses 757 inmates, according to the Department of Corrections. The original testing program, called HiSET, allows adults without a high school diploma to earn the equivalent of a high school degree. The original cheating allegation came from a previous Crossroads inmate who said staff were sharing exam questions with inmates before testing and assisting inmates during the test. As a result, Montana OPI suspended all testing at Crossroads and requested an investigation. The September investigation found no evidence of cheating. It said investigators reviewed answer sheets and test reports but could not substantiate the claims. The investigator's report revealed, quote, It is likely that this unfounded allegation could have arisen from a salary dispute between this individual and Crossroads Correction Center over tutoring hours. The website Twitter has reinstated prominent Whitefish neo-Nazi website publisher Andrew Anglin to the service, and the Daily Stormer publisher, who has evaded a federal court order in Montana for years after he was found guilty of violating the civil rights of a Montana Jewish family, has been given another chance by the social media giant. Anglin has gone underground trying to avoid a federal court order and damage judgments against him. ...storm against a Montana Jewish family has been busy at the keyboard with about 60 tweets. Anglin was deplatformed, removed from Twitter, in 2013 after spreading racist, bigoted posts. His reinstatement came after billionaire Elon Musk bought Twitter and reinstated many people kicked off the platform, including former President Donald Trump. From his new account, Anglin has said, that the war in Ukraine was about an attack on Jesus Christ, and that the leaders of the free world include Kim Jong-un of North Korea, Russia's Vladimir Putin, Xi Jinping of China, and Iran's Ayatollah Khamenei. Organizations dedicated to monitoring and speaking out against hate groups have condemned Twitter's move, and Jewish leaders in Montana have condemned it as well. A federal court awarded the family of a whitefish woman $10 million for compensatory damage and $4 million in punitive damages. Law enforcement, his lawyers, and court officials, however, have been able to find him to enforce the damage awards. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB db webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 27 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, BIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.